Joanna McCorkey is an accountant and a BCom graduate from Rhodes University. Uh, she's the co-founder of Travel with Flair, a company she started, listen to this, 18 years ago with her two partners. She started with only three employees and one office in Pretoria. Currently, she employs slightly more than that. 800 staff across the country and uh, they have offices in Johannesburg, Pretoria, Devon and Cape Town. She's the first person from the African continent to sit on the Global Tourism Board. Uh, now, I want to read that again, please. Please listen very carefully. She's the first person, didn't say woman, first person from the African continent to sit on the Global Tourism Board, the Association of Corporate Travel Executives, where she represented the Middle East and Africa. ACTI, as it's abbreviated, has members in over 86 countries and the membership includes senior executives involved in the purchase and supply of travel with 200 billion euros business travel spent from Fortune 500 companies. Uh, that's people like me, you know, uh, Fortune 500. She is our guest on Meet the Boss, and it is round two. We spoke last year, but we decided we want to talk to her again. So unbeknown to her, she got a call and we said we want to talk again. Because tonight I really wanted to focus on much bigger than just the person, but about the journey she's taken and what we can learn from her. Good evening, my sister. Good evening, Rams. It's always a pleasure to be able to be here with you. <laughs> it, it is our privilege. It's our, it's our very, very seriously singular privilege to have you. And I'll tell you why it is a privilege. Uh, because we produce, well, well, we provide a platform. And so people tend to think it's a great thing that we have a platform. I always say it is a nonsensical platform without content. Sure. So we need to talk to people like you to provide content for this platform. So we, we love having you here. How's business been? Well, I think in these uh, very tough economic environment, mm -hmm. you certainly have to uh, continually reinvent yourself to yes. be able to stay relevant, uh, to be able to have the competitive advantage. Yes. And uh, technology is an interrupter, uh, you know, the Internet of Things, especially with us, Travel with Flair being in the, uh, you know, travel industry and uh, being in the corporate space, uh, you know, more and more I think people are trying to be able to book uh, online. But yeah. what we found is that we still have um, a relevance, I think, in our business because uh, a lot of corporates we have been able to create our own booking tool mm -hmm. where they can be able to get both the advantage of going online on the internet yeah. to try and book and you still get those discounted rates but you have much more you know you have uh, 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 the value adds of great reporting you have people who are actually travel professionals that can be able to assist you I mean these days travel is not so seamless you yes. know you get stuck there's weather patterns there's uh, are happening yeah. you know there's terrorism around the world and you need to be able to have a very um, savvy travel agent that can get you out of uh, some difficult spots and we certainly have that <laughs> i feel very terrible <laughs> and now we're 20 years by the way in 20. business i think they didn't update your profile <laughs> yeah you must fire somebody uh, one of the 800 people must go <laughs> <laughs> i will check on them <laughs> uh, I, I must throw a shout, shout out to one of your employees and i'm very sorry the name has escaped me 
about a month ago, I was I was uh, invited by the Department of Human Settlement to, to to Parliament, and we booked through you guys. And typically, people like me, because we're not very intelligent, I then I then messed up my flights, so I missed the flight I was supposed to take coming back to Johannesburg. Made a phone call to somebody, and they said to me, "Chill, just take a chill pill." Uh, blah 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 blah. They opened the system, and then they said, "Okay, no flight." So and so, the next one coming. There's a seat already there for you. Do this, touch there, there. And in three minutes, I was in the next flight, and I thought, "Wow, that's good. That's, <laughs> that's good. exactly what I we wish I could remember about. her name, but she was exceptionally helpful and you patient see, with me." That's the difference between people booking online on the internet on on their own. When things like that happen, you are stuck because sometimes people book those restricted tickets and then you have lost your money and you have to buy a new ticket yes. if indeed you've missed the flight. But having a travel agent like ourselves, Travel with Flair, will be able to advise you, will be able to get you out of that tight spot. And before you know it, you got that SMS, you know that you booked and you're on that flight. That's what super, it's about. Super. Now, uh, I, I'm not going to focus more on, on you because I want us to talk real issues, lots of issues, sure. but I still want to... And, and maybe it's because I'm personal here. Yeah, just for, for, for those who may not know, where does the journey begin? Where is home? Where did you grow up? And, yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm a girl from Soweto. I, I, you remember? I wanted you to say that. <laughs> See, I was doing this deliberately. Yeah, yeah, Clarence yeah. Carter. Not that kind of girl. But uh, uh, grew up go Orlando West, uh, you know, a normal black family. I walked to school. I think somebody was shocked that I used to walk one and a half hours to school, you know, without shoes, etc., and had to cross a railway station but uh, did studied at uh, public schools mm-hmm. uh, until standard five and then because of my great grades I was one of the kids that was chosen to go and start a commercial school called mm. Pace Commercial College the first private school yes. level look she, yes. you know what I'm saying and I think there began my journey, I guess, as uh, being channeled to being an accountant because obviously it was a commercial yes, school. Yes. And I obviously realized that I was gifted in numbers because, you know, if you can pull a hundred in maths and accounts, there has to be some sort of gift there. And, yeah, or you just um, simply bored, it. really. You have no other things to do in life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I really worked hard, I think, yes. from a very young age. And that's why I always inspire the youth and say, when you're at school, don't squander your time. Study hard so that you can be able to quickly realize what your God-given talents. If you're able to get like 100% like me in accounts and maths, but you study economics as hard as you've done that, but you're only in that like in the 60s, 70s, you quickly realize that you're a numbers person. Yes. They lies in your God-given talents. And maybe that's the route that you need mm. to be able to take. But if you don't study, and you know, I've had friends of mine, even at university, I uh, studied at Rose, uh, my accounting degree. And they were saying, no, they're just studying to get through. Yes. They have the good life. They party all day, all night. And then they study to, how do you study for 50%? It's not possible. Mm. And I've always said, you know, after university, when you've got your degree, you have your whole life ahead of you. So you can party all you want and live the life. But while you're still at school, do not squander that opportunity and really focus and realize where are your gifts lies, where is your best talents, and be able to fully immerse yourself in that and get those good grades because in there lies an opportunity for a better life. It is easy to party and dance when you don't have time to pay the colour. But then I'm gonna take a break and when we come back we'll continue. I need to start warning you now. Call now because I want to open the lines much quickly if you want to ask questions of Johanna Mukoki, our guest on uh, Meet the Boss. We are on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. I'll take your calls when we come back.
17 minutes after 8 o'clock, you are on Meet the Boss, and this is Opportunity Tuesday. My name is Rems Mabote. And the boss is Johanna Mokoki, Group Chief Executive Officer of Travel with Flair. Our very proud Travel with Flair, by the way. Now, last year when I spoke to you, Johanna, I remember that you were just about to leave the country to go to Florida uh, in the U.S., not uh, Devon, Florida Road, guys. <laughs> Florida in, in the U.S. And you, you, you were going to be speaking among heavyweights. Uh, I remember there was 50 Cent. I know there was John Travolta, one of my favorite actors. There was Randy Zuckerberg, the former v- vice president of Facebook and sister to Mark. And there was Calvin Klein. I mean, yeah. he's a real person. You know, we always walk up and didn't realize it was a real person. Firstly, tell me about how you get yourself into that. Is, is speaking by the part of what you do in life and, and how did that thing go? Uh, so the international motivational talks that I do, uh, I definitely get booked quite a lot. I mean, I've even spoken in Lugobo, Monte Carlo. I've done quite a few of these. But I think that with the advent of social media, a lot of people are able to find... Uh, what they call bright sparks in each country. And therefore, they want those people to be able to come and inspire in their business conferences. I obviously speak in predominantly uh, business conferences, and it's definitely, uh, you know, to inspire entrepreneurs uh, to be able to uh, find ways to scale their businesses, share some of the experiences I've had so that they can be able to not go through some of my challenges that I've experience yeah. and hopefully circumvent them to get uh, a shortcut to their success. But more importantly, I think the, the, the series that I love is those ones where I speak about, you know, uh, the power of positive thinking, because I know that it's worked for me. Yes. Uh, you know, how to be able to live your best life, you know, putting your best foot forward. Those are some of the uh, topics that I, uh, you know, cover when I uh, when I speak and uh, depending on my crowd I normally feel my crowd and I find out what's the you know type of people that are in the crowd I feel them and it always always works out for good and yes what an incredible experience to be able to share mm. uh, the platform with the yeah, Calvin Klein he does exist hello I wish I <laughs> take I said yesterday I wish I could say it Calvin Klein I mean let's be honest the ribs are Calvin Klein Calvin Klein that's right and 50 cents amazing brother you know he even sang Randy what a sweetheart what a sweetheart dear friend now um, and he's been to South Africa since uh, uh, I met her and obviously I mean John Travolta you'd be surprised the guy's deep wow. <laughs> I was surprised but wow. John is absolutely so deep but you know for me I think in there lies an opportunity for a young girl or a young boy who's sitting in Soweto because I come from there and for me to be able to share the same stage or be in the speaker's room one-on-one with those kind of yes, heavyweights, yes. and I'm invited as an equal. I think in there lies uh, God's miracle in showing that it is possible. If you can think it and you're an obedient servant, certainly he can make you shine. So uh, this year, obviously, they said... Well, well, I was about to say, you know, so, <laughs> so you know, because I'm a cynic, maybe maybe last year, but is it Georgia to make it... So for me to prove that our did they invite you for this year as well? Oh, they did. So <laughs> last year when they ranked the speakers, you will not believe. I mean, predominantly the crowd was white, you know, yeah. 95% because obviously uh, it was in the U.S. And the, predominantly the, the speakers were male. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. So uh, I ranked second to 50. 
And I said, well, 50 did sing, you know, so uh, <laughs> maybe that also helped. But it, I was very humbled. I mean, the other guys came after me, you know, wow. and that was very humbling. So, yes, obviously, girl performed and um, they did book me for this year again. So you're going back? I'm going back. I'm booked to speak in Los Angeles in November alongside Hugh Hilton, the property mogul who owns the Hilton International chain. There's Al Pacino. The father to that. That girl. That Hilton girl, yeah. <laughs> there's Al Pacino, there's Charlie Sheen, Christy Brinkley, a supermodel of the past. So oh. some really incredible guys. George Ross, of course. George was, um, and he was with me last year as well. So he used to be uh, Donald Trump's uh, right-hand man advisor, yeah. a very smart Jewish guy. I think he w- he told me he worked with Donald for about 37 years. Donald oh. Trump, of course. Same. So uh, really deep pulls of wisdom and really humbled to be able to continuously uh, share the stage with uh, these incredible heavyweights. Well, well done. <laughs> we, we, we're proud of you. We, we're proud of you. So, stay firm on that seat. We're going to get to serious issues now. And, and, and I can tell you, Nana, I have never, ever given a disclaimer like this in any interview I've done, and I've done <laughs> interviews for the last 27 years. It's going to be very controversial. That's fine. So let's start uh, with women in business. There is a commonly held view that it is tougher for women in business than it is for men. I'd like you to, one, confirm if that is true and if it's not, also tell us about it. But two, could this be a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy that ends up working against women that they believe is tough out there? Um, I definitely believe, without any doubt, that it is difficult for women uh, to even start a business, let alone stay in business, mm. because there's always that uh, first hurdle that one has to cross, which is access to finance. Mm. And uh, most women will tell you that they struggle to be able to get their business plans financed. So that's the first part. And the second part is that as it doesn't matter what business you are in, you're always judged first that you're female. So, you know what I'm saying? But they forget that uh, half of them, you know, half of us have studied Craig Straight A's. You know, some of my girls have got like PhDs. We've studied the same at same universities. So we really are as as smart as uh, the next guy. Mm -hmm. But just because we wear a skirt, sometimes you have to work just 10 times harder to be able to be taken seriously. And uh, that's why I've always encouraged my uh, female uh, whether it's entrepreneur sisters, whether it's sisters in corporate, that wherever you are, you need to continuously make sure that you are seen as an expert. You have to work hard, research. When people talk to you, they must see the gray heavy matter that sits before them, yes. before they see that it is a woman. Because if you're smart and you're deep in your understanding of the field that you're in, people will always take you seriously. It takes time for your voice to be heard. Yes. But ultimately, people say, you know, each time Joanna speaks, she really speaks some sense. Maybe let's just listen to her. And more and more, your gender phase and the expert that you are comes definitely uh, to the fore. And it is possible for women to be able to train themselves to always start on a positive footing. If you have the expertise and you have the definite skills for that specific task that you're doing. You have to be deep. You can't be superficial. Yes. And, you know, you can't float. You know, men, you are lucky because you can know half the thing and then 
the rest of the time you we PSOA. Exactly. <laughs> Take it till you make it. I'm always, <laughs> yes. you know, my brothers will be able to know. But with a woman, you cannot be able to do that. You really have to be a master uh, at, at whatever task that you're in or whatever uh, business that you called into. And the hard work never stops. And, you know, with women as well, I think the pro- uh, the fact that we have so many other factors around our lives that require us, you know, if you're a businesswoman, it's the business. Then you are married. It's the, you have to be a wife. Then you have to be a mother. A mother then yeah. you have to be a sister. Then, especially at work, doesn't matter that uh, you're a boss because you're a female boss. Everybody brings their problems to you. Mm. Sister boss, that's what my people call me. <laughs> So, 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 so. And you, because of the compassion that women have, we're always trying to solve everybody's problems. Everybody's pro- And that's why women burn out so quickly, because we don't look after self. We're always trying to f- fix problems of the world, make sure our communities are right, make sure our people around us are right. And we're always the last one. So I find that a lot of women, because of the other pressures, social pressures that require women to be present, Women say, oh, another board appointment. I cannot be able to do it with everything else that requires me. You know, I've had situations where I'm chairing a board meeting. My son gets injured at school. The school does not call my husband first. Yes. They call you. You must show up. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But the, the thing is, because you're a mother. That instinct, you adjourn the board meeting or you let somebody else sit in and you get into your car and you drive. And after you've sorted the child and stabilized him and send him to the door, you come back to it. And this is what women do. And I think if it is understood in the work environment that women need to be able to be given a support system that helps them to win. That helps them to win. And for me, I embrace my support system around me. I mean, I really have incredible support at home. I have incredible support at work so that I can win in all the areas that I put myself forward to. And I do not shoot myself down for taking the assistance because we we cannot be everything to everybody and we cannot be everywhere. Except tonight, she is everything to all of you. So do call it 089-110-3377 if you have any questions. But also if you want to call and say, congratulations, I have seen your work. I've seen you. I love what you do. And uh, if you're looking for a job, don't call now. This is not the right place. We want to talk issues. Please, guys, we want to talk issues. So we're going to take your calls. On zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven, you know, on Twitter at Rams by the Horns, and Facebook is Metro FM Talk with Rams. It is Opportunity Tuesday, uh, but before we get to that, I got news to share with you. You've heard me share this news for days now. Institutions and or individuals are hereby invited to nominate persons to fill vacancies of non-executive members to the board of the South African Broadcasting Corporation Limited. Are you smiling? Uh, as stipulated in, this, in Section 13 of Broadcasting Act Number 4 of 1999, members of the board, when viewed collectively, must be persons who are suited to serve on the board by virtue of their qualifications, expertise and experience in fields of broadcasting policy and technology, broadcasting regulation, media law, business practice and finance, marketing, journalism, entertainment and education, social and labor issues. Nominations and inquiries must be addressed to the Portfolio Committee on Communications. Attention, Mr. Tembingo Singoma, Committee Secretary, 3rd Floor, 90 Plain Street, Cape Town, 8001, or email to tngoma at parliament.gov.za or fax to 86 
0614-522-5220. Telephonic inquiries can be made to 021-403-3733 or 0837098407. Closing date for nominations, please dust off that CV quickly now. Friday, 30th June 2017, 1600, that's 4 p.m. Log on to www.metrofm.co.za for a detailed information document. 089-110-3377. When we come back, I take the calls and we continue the chat with Johanna Mikoki. You are on Meet the Boss on Opportunity Tuesday. Our guest is Johanna Mikoki. Now, ladies and gentlemen, she's your witness. I stand down, I hand you over, or rather I hand her over to you. Call zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. I already have a, num- a number of tweets I'll read later at Rams by the Horns. We'd like to hear from you. She'd like to hear from you. We'd like to hear your views. We'd like to hear your questions. Keep it brief if you can. Uh, and uh, if you're going to ask a question, Try to limit the preamble. Get to the question much quickly. If we don't understand, we'll get back to the preamble. And we're going to start with you, Bongan in Orlando West. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you, Bongani. We're listening. I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Uh, you know, I just want to give credit to Johanna's dad, you know, because uh, I grew up a Kokida in the same street, and I just saw how how he... How he how, how he, how his dad uh, used to conduct his business on a daily basis. You mm. know, I mean, they used to run a hard way. You know, I think both Johan and both Masetana they took a lot from their dad. You know, mm. Mm. I think that that's the reason why they they're so successful even now. I think they took a lot from that man. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank Th- you, Bongani Uvelekasi. I'm very happy indeed. Namin <laughs> kuleleko. Thank you, Bongani. And by the way, just to help those who are listening, uh, there is a part of Soweto in Orlando is called Kilani. Kilani. So don't think True. the Kilani in, in uh, somewhere north of Johannesburg is actually a part of uh, Soweto in Orlando West. Bridget in Rodiport, good evening. Hello, how are you, Susanna? I'm fine, Bridget. How are you? I'm good. Um, I just want to say a thank you note from um, our church. On Sunday, we had an event for our on Saturday for our ladies and daughters and we had um, a sponsorship with the magazine provided from Destiny. And the story about you and the sister was such an inspiration for our girls. Mm. So mm. we'd really like to appreciate you and the talent and the tenacity that you've showed in the business world as well. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the call, Sis Bridge, and thank you very much uh, for listening. Luvo, good evening. Good evening, sir. Um, firstly, I'd like to thank you for a wonderful show on Metro FM. Um, it, it's very enlightening, and I hope that Metro FM will keep you until the end of time. Thank you, Moving mate. right along. Thank the you, mate. Um, uh, I walked into one of your offices in Cape Town, and I saw you and Barca and two other gentlemen, and I must say that I was felt with pride to see that it's actually owned by black people. Mm. So, some uh, two questions for you. How important it is to mentor young girls that are still growing up in the township? Is there anything that you and Sisbasi are doing to mentor young girls that are growing up? Number two, 
Um, our country is faced with a very difficult moment financially, um, especially being, um, you know, being um, sent to junk status. What what advice would you give to our finance minister and or to the president and the the, the finance department as a whole? Thank you kindly. Hey, Luvo, this man is serious. Okay, uh, Diana in Pretoria. Good evening. What's your question or comment, Di? Diana? Hi. Yes, Diana. Oh, I just want to say congratulations to Sister Joanna. It's for the first time I hear about her today. So I just want to say she must keep it up doing the great work that she's doing. Thank you very much, my sister. Thank you for the call and thank you for listening, Di. Have a great evening. So, Luvo, he's got two questions for you. The other guys are just happy for you. Luvo's <laughs> got proper questions. Thanks, Luvo, for that. Uh, for those two questions. The first one about mentorship. I always believe that uh, once one has learned and found the formula to be able to make uh, a success of the idea that they've had, it certainly needs to be to be shared. And we definitely, at least, uh, uh, both me and Basi have our own separate mentorship programs mm-hmm. uh, that we run. I have a, a very structured mentorship program. I've got some incredible girls that uh, I put through that program that either are in corporate. It's not only about uh, young ladies that want to start up a business. Yeah. I mean, even young ladies who are in, in the corporate space that want to be able to climb the corporate ladder and are facing some difficulty in terms of how do are they able to penetrate that glass ceiling. Yes. I've been able to coach them. I mean, I'd go as far as uh, interviewing them as if I'm interviewing them for the next job yes. and we work at it. If you have a business, and I've got one lady was part of my mentorship program who owned an HR business and she was finding it difficult to close. I let her pitch for me and I told her her flaws and I repitched to her her business so that she can be able to get it. I've got another young girl who obviously started in corporate. I found her once she was still at university doing first year every year of a different thing because oh, she really didn't she know. Couldn't find wh- she couldn't find her thing. Yeah. And now today, and she worked in corporate, she was even a brand manager manage of some of the biggest brands um, you know uh, luxury brands but now she's got her own business Mona Lisa very proud of her Um, and I have quite a few others as well and how we run the mentorship program is obviously if you go on my website you obviously make um, a request there's forms that you need to fill I need to make sure that people really want the assistance. Yes. Some people just want to say hello, you know. So, um, and then through that, I obviously go through it and see if the the people are serious is within my areas of expertise. And I thank God, obviously, with the success that I've had over the years, I've got incredible international networks as well that I've worked. <laughs> yeah, funny you should I'm, say, yeah. Now, and you know, I'm probably one of the genuine connectors of others to my global networks. Mm. I'm that girl. You know, I mean, uh, I'm sure you Did know Did I tell you well. I'm trying to get into a movie with uh, John Travolta? <laughs> Can you connect? <laughs> Let's talk after <laughs> this show. But, uh, you know, I've, I'm obviously a mentor as well on the Sherry Blair Foundation Mentorship Program. I met Sherry when I was speaking in Monte Carlo and she invited me Guys, to Guys, she, she does not help you. Sherry Blair's wife of former... Uh, British, uh, Prime British Prime Minister <laughs> Tony Blair. Okay, let 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 get this one clear. You know, and it's it's, it's really great. So I've got another friend of mine, Ashish Tucker, um, who uh, 
you know, is uh, one person who's got incredible business throughout Africa, lives in Dubai. He also runs uh, Maramento. And obviously, for me to be able to ensure that I don't only mentor uh, young ladies in South Africa, but I want to be able to make sure that it's scalable. Mm -hmm. Um, I've obviously accepted to be part of the mentors for these other programs so I can be able to mentor women up in Africa. And I think through uh, apps that are possible, I mean, you will not believe that's how they do it. Even Sherry, she does it through the app that you can be able to have X amount of minutes per week that you can be able to connect with the mentees. Um, Mara Mento as well does the same. With me being in South Africa, I'm still connecting live with the people. Yes, so I'm yes. still trying to find how I can make uh, uh, the technology work work for me. But more importantly, me and Basi have been um, putting together uh, a masterclass. We obviously want to bring our... Uh, incredible friends from around the world Mm -hmm. uh, at no charge of course to our mentees uh, to be able to have this uh, one day masterclass we're looking at probably uh, hosting about 500 uh, uh, ladies and and gents because I really believe you know there's so much focus on the girl child somebody even said to me you know and it was a guy he says you guys are so focused on empowering the girl child and you're grooming them to be able to find that incredible prince but there will be no prince to meet them because you are so focused on them and you're not bringing the boys along so the boys were not shutting you out you certainly can be able to uh, apply for this and we'll run obviously the um, invitations through our, uh, our social media yeah. for and do tell us people. about it when it comes so that we can we can make noise about it <laughs> most definitely so that the people can be able to apply because we have a lot of um, people who reach out to us who want us to be their mentors but yeah. there's so many hours in a day and our schedules are busy, but we want to be able to make it meaningful. Hence, there are those ones that obviously got into the core team of our mentees, but certainly we want to be able to ensure that the rest of the others that we cannot be able to put in in the current program, uh, we ne- certainly can. they can be able to have an opportunity to engage with us, to engage with our international friends that uh, really can be able to share how they became giants in their own businesses. I'm talking, you know, incredible Ladies who run huge IT businesses. Uh, another one that um, incredible lady who like she's her business is like three billion dollars. Uh, she's in the security business in the US. Mm. She's coming as mm. well in in August. So you know we 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 trying to be able to not keep it all to ourselves. I always believe that too much is given, much is required. So as and when we get these networks, you know, God has put us where we are, but we also need our own mentors. So I've yes. also got incredible mentors uh, that work with me, but certainly I want the rest of the youth of South Africa to be able to get that burning energy. That positivity needs to be infused back. Actually, talking about that, Rams, I'm currently running on my social media um you know, a series on the power of positive thinking. Mm. Because I really believe that there's a lot of people who are despondent, there's a lot of people who need, uh, you know, their positivity to be ignited. They need to stay positive, they need to persevere, because with that, there's always great things that happen, and your dreams certainly can be able to become true. So it's on all your social media platforms. So at Joanna... Joy O H A N A Mukoki M U K O K I on my Insta and my Facebook is also Johanna Mukoki. Great stuff, great stuff. We will repeat it on our Facebook page. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven is the number to dial if you want to talk to our boss Johanna Mukoki. Luvo's second question cannot be forgotten. 
Oh, he'd, he'd Lupo, like, yes. He'd like how, you to advise. how can I advise the finance minister on and or the, the president and or the president on our uh, junk status? <laughs> I think Lupo has very uh, 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 deep expectations of me. But what I can say with this is, rather than even uh, advising the finance minister, or maybe I should. We need to run South Africa as a business. Mm. That's all I can be able to tell you. And once we focus on fixing the parts of our country that require the attention, you know, we've got great infrastructure. We've got uh, a legal system that works. We've got so much going on for South Africa. But the different departments, we need to run them like a business. Uh, they need to be self-sustainable. We need to find people who are very competent and are skilled in running those departments. And I think if we can be able to do that, we certainly will be uh, uh, on our way to, to healing South Africa. But more importantly, I want to be able to caution South Africans as well in this difficult recessionary times, people need to be able to watch that they do not live beyond their means. People should not be able to feel under pressure that the next person is doing this, so I also need to measure up. Mm. You know, people, if corporates are tightening belts, the man in the street needs to know that they need to watch every single penny that they earn and make sure that they spend it on things that improve them and improve the people around them. Okay, uh, uh, there are more people calling, but let me read a few of the tweets that we have. Uh, let's start at the bottom, rather. Nathan Zingoni says, great show, and I'm so inspired by the story of Joanna. And somebody repeats something that you said because they found it very inspirational. I must find that you must have deep knowledge of the industry you embark on to be taken seriously. That is sound advice from Madam Boss, Ngwevenja. Uh, and then there's another one. It's Mwevenja again. He says, I hope it's a he. I don't know why I'm thinking it's a he. But says, uh, that is the point. Boy child is totally neglected. Now, this one from VVIP Concierge says, we used to trade as Aaron's master. And I remember Aaron's master. I think we interviewed them here. But we rebranded. Would like to pitch to Joanna McCorky for partnership opportunity. Uh, they run an errands business in, in KZN, if I remember very well. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll find a way of connecting with them. Uh, stay, stay listening, mate. Don't, don't, don't despair. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Now, part of my knowledge about your business is that you do a whole lot of business with government. But there is a perception that is pervasive out there. Whether that perception is based on truth or something else, I do not know. But the perception is that people who do business with government are doing it in an underhanded manner. They pay bribes or they related somehow with government people. How has this been brought into your space? But how do you normally respond to such perceptions? You know, Rams, there is obviously we're in the service industry mm. and I think travel is so particular and the proceeds are so tiny that I don't think people play too much into it and there's not meat for everybody to mm. be able to have. I think that's the one part that I need to be able to say. And uh, the way that it works, and I think the success of Travel with Flair has always been in the quality of service. I've heard people, because it's always not, it's not the top people 
that decide. Yes. It's the people in the departments that have to be able to move the masses that do not want the masses to be stuck because yes. nobody wants to be woken up at ungodly times in the night because somebody is stuck somewhere in the world and the people that maybe they gave the contract to their friends and those people don't have a, 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 a you know, a competent after hour and then people are stuck in the world. Yes. I've found, and I think a lot of people in the travel space, because it's not only us travel flair uh, uh, who are operating in the, in the travel space that are empowered, they will tell you the pitches have been fair and uh, you are only as good as the last service you have been, yes. you've provided. So I do find that there's not too many disruptions to people wanting to be looked after in the travel space. I do not know about any of the other um, areas, but certainly I've heard of those things. So it's, 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 it's not easy because I think our margins are so small and I think they know about it. So maybe well, those that business that's way down the value chain that they really don't want to worry about because they just know that these the proceeds are not as huge as maybe uh, uh, some of the uh, big uh, contracts that get speaking of value chain mm. uh, and I, I can imagine the, the there's quite a longish chain in in, in 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 the space that you work in do, sure. do you do outsource to other black businesses oh, yes. that one day should be as as big as you guys i am so glad you've uh, uh, touched on that because we have a very robust preferential procurement policy within mm. travel with flair and the way that it works as well i want to find a black female business and then it cascades to a black business if it we can't find and so it goes down yes. i've had incredible uh, 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 testimonies from women who started with two cars maybe they're running a shuttle company and that, uh, a lady is, uh, one lady told me that you know she's a multimillionaire now she's got a fleet of buses and she's got a whole lot of and she started with travel flair bnbs and i'm quoting these because a lot of our people these are the low uh, areas of entry for yes. them uh, uh, bnbs uh, we predominantly want to be able to use uh, uh, empowered establishment mm-hmm. and we go out and physically vet them to make sure or, uh, if it says it's owned by REMS, it yeah, is REMS. It is you know REMS. what I'm yes, saying? Yes. Because these days, uh, you know how what people do, they take the housekeeper and put them on yes, the thing yes. and that's not the, the, the kind of business that we're in. That's and um, we really have empowered a lot of people and I think for us, that has given me that sense of gratitude and I think it's part of my sense of purpose that I found in that I probably was put into this industry for such a time as this to be able to ensure that a lot of our black people are empowered as well. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. We got nine minutes left to conclude this conversation with Johanna. I wish I had nine more hours. Uh, <laughs> so we will take your calls when we come back and also read some more of your tweets at Rams by the Horns. You're on Meet the Boss, and our boss is Joanna Mukoki. And, uh, you know, I just feel that I could never, ever find time to talk about everything that is about you. There's so many things around you. I, mean, I wanted us to talk, and I hope we'll get a moment just be- after I took the calls, to talk about what it is really that somebody who runs a business should look out for mostly. Because, you know, most of us get it mm-hmm. wrong, and we focus on things that do not work. But we'll get to that. Busiso has been... Very patient in Lenazia, and, and I thank you for that, Sbu. Thank you for calling. Good evening. Let's hear from you. I'm so in love with the topic because I'm also running a business. Mm. 
But the problem is one, like I've been running the business for quite some time, I think it's about eight years now, but there's no way forward, you understand? Mm-hmm. So like, since she needs to see, so, like, she's got some nice ideas and she involves a very spanning, so like the business is growing and stuff. So now I have an idea, because like, I've been sitting for quite two months, so now I started opening a business again. So it's been running for quite like three days now, yeah, bo? Mm. I'm running a beauty hair salon. Continue, continue. Yes. Yeah, yeah, continue. I'm running a beauty hair salon. So since when I'm running a beauty hair salon, I was thinking of being involved with the government, like incidents in Abantuana, Abama, Aba paralyzed, like Ama offense and stuff. You understand? Maybe mm. create a day, Monday and Tuesday, Sunday, Ama home, Lapokona, Gunabantuana, but disabled and do their hair. So how is it possible for me to get a funding from the government? But I need to get an idea, which where must I start? Okay. You understand? Okay, thank you very much for the call, and thank you again for your patience. Tumzani, in Cape Town, uh, we are all ears, mate, and we are very fine. Jeez, thank you so much, guys. Rams, thank you for for the beautiful show. Mama, as well, this is Joanna. Thank you so much for coming. My question is, I'm actually sitting in the car right now, actually from work. Um, I actually ran my own business, an HR consulting company, for about three years. Me and my business partner, and uh, within, like, the fourth year, we actually, you know, experienced some difficulties within the business. Up until, you know, um, we had to actually decide that either we're going back to the corporate or we're going to venture into something else. Now, um, I actually took an opportunity here in Cape Town and actually went back into corporate. Now, my and my question is, I think I'm actually doing well in corporate where I am, all right, uh, the company that I'm actually working for, but I find it that I'm actually frustrated because um, it's not my own business, it's not my own thing. I come up with different strategies or different ideas that I actually want to bring on board, and I find that they if they if they actually get shattered and 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 you know I don't find a way forward. I think my question is from um, um, uh, the guest in the studio. I want to know, Uguti, how will I know that I'm actually ready to actually go back and actually do my own thing? Because I find Uguti also I am scared now to go back because we are in recession and all and all these things that are actually happening, it might not be the right time. But how will I know? Yep. Do you mean? I am doing well, but I don't know if I want to go back. Great stuff. Good question. Can I... Can I I'd like you to respond to these questions uh, at the same time. But maybe let me add a rider to this question uh, and say... Because we get a lot of these questions to, uh, to the guests that we host. Is Is... Is it easy to get into business, and is it for everyone? All right. So can I answer your last one? Because that one is easy to ask. Is it easy to get into business? No. And it's not for everyone. There Mm. is a a, a corporate person, and there is an entrepreneur uh, at heart. Mm. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've never been employed a day in my life. Uh, I just did my articles at KPMG and I started my own business. So I know that I would never do well in corporate. But there's other people that don't have the patience to be able to struggle, to be able to persevere, but they're very good to work and report to others. Mm. You know, so you need to be able to understand uh, where you're packed. But uh, more importantly is business is difficult. And you need to be able to have the patience, the perseverance to be able to stay positive. Because ultimately, 
it is possible yes. for it to be able to germinate. It is possible for it to be able to succeed. But you need to be able to have something that you really like, something you're really passionate about. Mm. Because when the money doesn't come through the door, it's the passion that will wake you up yes. in the middle of the night and say, maybe you didn't do it this way. It's better if you did it this way. And you'll go back and reinvent yourself and go back to the drawing board. That's what I believe. But um, to go back to the second caller, he obviously s- seems like he's an entrepreneur with a burning uh, uh, idea and when he gets into corporate he becomes uh, entrepreneurial in his corporate space because he's thinking out of the box yeah. and he's not in an environment that perhaps receives that uh, out of the box thinking mm. positively so he needs to go back to the root as to why his business failed in the first place is it still the same idea that's still keeping him awake at night that even while he's now back into the corporate space, he still believes that he can do and wants to be able to go back to. Because I believe if you have that burning idea that even after three years, you're still thinking, you know, this one, this one is something that I really can do. I've always said that God is not a fool that he can put an idea into your head that you yourself cannot be able to fulfill. So if it really keeps you awake at night, that is your gift. That is your idea. Quickly, the funding issue. Funding we hear issue, this a lot. Yes, I want to start business, but I want the client to fund me. Listen, there's a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but there's few good avenues that government has put into place, like the IDC, mm-hmm. uh, Industrial uh, Development Corporation. There's CIFA. There's um, NEF, uh, uh, NEF, of course. There's... Um, uh, there's uh, there's quite a few of them. What I want them to be able to do, the, actually, the the first two callers, is to be able to find me on my website at Travel with Flair, email me so that I can set them onto uh, a, a good path. Because I really believe nobody comes through your show or any show and gets through and should uh, should not be able to find their assistance. I want them to sleep well. You guys need as well. <laughs> ne? And I want them to succeed. I've facilitated <laughs> and I will take a commission fee. In fact, on that note, uh, uh, the big S uh, says, how do we register on the procurement system of Travel with Flair? Uh, we are an up-and-coming shuttle company. Yes. Do they also go the same They route? go to the website www.twf.travel. We're going to repeat all those details on our Facebook page, uh, you'll see her face there. There's a, a link. It takes you to the to the to the to the website of the organisation. Press that link. It will take you there. But I have to ask this question with apology to uh, uh, Ismail Abraham, who's coming in now. Quickly, if you can answer this question very quickly for me, what is the one thing, the one thing that you think makes a lot of startup businesses to fail? I think the one thing that makes a lot of startup businesses to fail is the lack of patience. Mm. It's the lack of patience and it's not being positive and believing in the idea that you're trying to build a business on. Wow. Joanna Mukoki, I'll never get enough of you, but we're not going to do round three. Uh, I'll be in trouble. (laughs) It is wonderful. Always wonderful chatting to you. And uh, I really, I really value your time but i most importantly i love your work thank, thank you very much for what you do thank you my brother and thank you to your listeners out there i was going to ask how uh, alan is doing in golf but i'm not going <laughs> to ask such questions on air so thank you very much everybody that's the end of opportunity tuesday the end of me on air this week i shall be back next monday uh, same time
Thank you very much for the calls and everything else. You know the details are on Metro FM Talk with Rams. Every guest we speak to, we post the details right there. Thank you very much to the team for putting it together. From me, Rams Mabote, good night and God bless.